0: Warren Buffett once called Bitcoin rat poison squared. Now his right-hand man says Bitcoin's success is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we are laughing. We are laughing. laughing. It's good time. Grayscale has signed a deal with the New York Giants, making them the first crypto organization to sponsor an NFL team. And NYDIG is making it simple for people to buy Bitcoin from U.S. banks. Meanwhile, what's up with Dogecoin. Doggy E-Coin for the uninformed is seeing new highs as people are starting to believe that $1 could be in sight. And while most people's attention is on that, a small handful have become aware of a new token created by a former guest of the show, the Blue Wizard. Wait until you hear about this moonshot. This show, too, seems to be on its way to the moon as more and more people are joining the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. Is it our dulcet tones, our dashing good looks, or that you just love slumming it? Either way, we're glad you're here for this bad news episode number five hundred and ten of the Bad Crypto Podcast.
1: Five, four, three, two, one, two. Who's bad?
0: Cinco, cuatro, tres, duo, duo, uno, dos. Dos, uno, zero. I'm learning what? Spanish. What was that? That was five, four, three, two, one. Oh, okay. Cinco, cuatro, tres, uh, dos, dos, uno, zero. Zero,
1: okay. Lifto, afto. ¿Quién es malo? Kenneth, Kenneth? Merlo? Yeah. What? ¿Quién es ma- malo? Who's bad? Oh, who's bad?
0: I thought you were summoning Kenneth Marlowe. I'm like, who's that? I am
1: Kenneth Marlowe. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Yes, we are practicing our Espanol because we are now located in Puerto Rico. It's uh there was a torrential downpour here just a moment, but I did get to go to the pool today.
1: Yeah, well, it's like during that time, we were going to record earlier, but then there was some people in my area doing lots of loud landscaping stuff, and so mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to record something unless you want to hear leaf blowers and hammering, and then they had a torrential downpour, and then everybody went away, and so now here we go. We can record in peace.
0: And welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious, the crypto serious. We are Joel and Travis, the blockchain blockheads, the crypto clowns, the DeFi, DoFi. We need uh, uh, something for E if we're going to go through the alphabet here. The, the nifty nerds. The nifty nerds. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I like that. The The token. Um, the token, token tarts. <laughs> Ah, Oh, that's fantastic. Well, we got a lot of news to cover today. And let's say, you know, in a world of crypto, it is sometimes difficult to find your way around. There's a lot of exchanges. There's crypto platforms. There's apps. There's wallets. I don't know about you, but I'm having friends and family reach out to me like never before. How do I buy Dogecoin? How do I buy Bitcoin? How do I buy Ethereum? Look, you don't got to get caught up in the hype. This is where Ledger comes in. They make your crypto experience simpler. It's that easy. And there's a special offer for the citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, 20% off a brand new Ledger Nano S. Simply go to the website I'm about to give you and use the code badcrypto20, badcrypto20, one per customer. Go to badcode.in forward slash ledger and keep your cryptos safe today.
1: You know, my friends keep asking me, they're like, did you really move to Puerto Rico? i'm like uh yeah do i lie a lot is it like a normal thing for me to lie like i I moved to puerto rico and then yesterday because i made the mistake i went and got pizza and then i was like oh this is a cool harbor look at these boats and these trees this is nice photo i took a photo and then i got i don't know how many oh so you bought a boat too (laughs) (laughs) like no i didn't buy a boat yes i moved to puerto rico any other questions let's get this out of the way you
0: bought a little boat for the bathtub you know to
1: with yeah. along with your no, rubber ducky. I did not I do have a boat here that I put my keys in, which actually uh-huh. is here at the Airbnb but I didn't buy it. All right, let's go to the news.
0: Time stamping this recording, it is May 6th. 2021 it is 3:05 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time the crypto market caps currently 2.4 trillion dollars bitcoin 55822 ethereum down a little from its all time high to 3464 binance coin very strong $628 xrp also strong at a buck 59 dogecoin 58 cents up 80% this week. Tether a Cardano's $1.56 Polkadot almost $41. Number nine is Bitcoin cash at 1444 and rounding out the top 10 right now at this very moment is Litecoin. The little coin that could $328 and 50 cents
1: back in the top 10, huh? Welcome. Look back. at Ethereum
0: classic Travis. What, what happened there? Holy cow. Yeah, it's number 12. It went up three hundred and fifty six percent this week.
1: Well, I think that might have something to do with the fact that Ethereum went boomtown. And so Mm -hmm. I guess they're like, well, Ethereum Classic is essentially Ethereum, except they had to do the rollback for that one thing from the Dow hack. And so it's kind of the same thing. So why shouldn't this token be popping also? But yeah, Telcoin, I'm looking in my I'm looking in my uh, wallet. I seem to think that we had some Telcoin Shit we did back in the day they,
0: they were on the show many many moons ago probably three years ago and I'm still holding a very small bag of that and like oh look what came look what came to life and you know that's sort of this sometimes I look back at some of these things that i acquired three years ago a lot of tokens went under for good some of them stuck around and they kept developing during the mm-hmm. lean time and I'm like you know what some of these are eventually gonna pop
1: Maybe maybe some of these are going to pop. I'm looking at them and and checking it out here and see. I I might have actually sold them when they were at the low just to get what something that I could out of it or something. I'm not sure, but it was up three hundred and sixty four percent. Actually, three hundred sixty five percent this week, and that's like a year's worth of growth in one week. Nicely done, Ethereum Classic, as you mentioned, up three hundred and fifty six percent. Bitcoin Diamond, (laughs) BCD, up. 185% 185% to $6.40. Wow, that's worth $1.1 billion, folks. That cry. Uh Also, up was uh, what? Gate Token. Uh, that's number 102 overall. That was up 94%. OKB. I think that's a, what is not an exchange token. OKB. Mm-hmm. Uh, 91%. EOS up 82%, up to almost 11 bucks. Dogecoin up 80%. We're going to talk about a lot about that a little bit later on. And then Dash. Remember Dash? Dash is up 42%. And then also Tezos. Tezos is doing some NFT stuff. They're starting to rock and roll. Chainlink up 29%. Stellar up 29%. Litecoin up 27%. Ethereum up 26%. Folks, I think it might be safe to say that altcoin season is here.
0: I believe so. And if you look at the downs for the week, the worst of the top 100 is Decentraland down 11%. There's not a lot of losses this week. There's some pullbacks happening at this very moment as we're talking. I don't know why we need a Bitcoin diamond. I just I actually went to the top
1: 100.
0: I went to the website btcd.io, which is linked on CoinGecko, and it's not pulling up. Um, It could be on my end. I don't know. You know, I'm like, what does Bitcoin diamond do that improves on, on Bitcoin? And uh, the volume is really high, and I have no idea. But if you've got diamond hands and diamond coins, then then there you go.
1: Yeah, that's what you always said. You know, we needed to create, to, to fork Bitcoin and create Bitcoin cardboard. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. It so, could be worth so am, much right now. I am blown away by the dominance in Bitcoin right now, 43.4%. I think you mentioned it. And then Ethereum, 16.4% dominance. Wow, like is the thing? Like, what's the Doge dominance? Doge dominance has to be like 10 percent or something crazy.
0: It's whatever it is, it's too much. But uh, I look, I like Doge and I, I love seeing it go to the moon. Like you said, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Right now, let's get to the lead stories. In the past, we've heard Warren Buffett just rail on Bitcoin, he mm-hmm. has you know called it um, rat poison. Um, squared. And he, he said other things as well. So Charlie Munger is 97 years old. He's a billionaire. He hates Bitcoin. And he spoke at the annual um, Berkshire Hathaway shareholder meeting yesterday. And uh, he said this. Of course, I hate the Bitcoin success. I should say modestly that I think whole damn development is disgusting and contrary to the interests of civilization. And I'll leave the criticism to others. Well, he just he just criticized it. What does he mean to leave the criticism to others?
1: Yeah, I would say this. I mean, this guy's as old school as it gets. He's got a great book called Charlie Munger's Almanac that is just full of amazing wisdom. But these guys are in the old. These guys are in the old old ways, right? Like these are old financial, you know, mindset. And you know, neither one of them bought any tech stocks. They don't believe in tech stocks. They believe in consumable products, like they invest in Coca Cola and Geico and and things like that. So they don't re- they don't really understand technology. I mean, they're ninety something years old. They don't they don't they think these fandangled smartphones are stupid, right? They don't like them either. And so You know, it is what it is. These guys are old school. They don't like it. They don't like disruption. And I guarantee you that a lot of the global elite don't like it either because there's a whole lot of people in the middle class becoming seriously upper class. And I don't think they probably like that either. But, hey, I'm going to go ahead and leave that conversation to others, Joel. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I'm going to give you my very extreme opinion, and I'm gonna—I'm not going to give you one. He says, "I don't welcome a currency that's so useful to kidnappers and extortion extortionists and so forth." Yeah, it's a good thing nobody's ever figured out how to, you know, uh, uh, blackmail somebody for fiat currency.
1: Yeah, right. that's—that's like, that's what's always been done. And there was what? There was some and uh, some analysis done where it's like what. percent of bitcoin is actually used for nefarious ways at this point so that's an old school talking point there uh mr munger how about you get with the program or i could go elsewhere
0: i could see on somebody's ledger you know their uses for bitcoin and there's this column on their nefarious ways you know
1: yeah here's my nefarious (laughs) deeds for the day putting three percent of my bitcoin in kidnapping and uh, murdering stuff uh (laughs) Here's, here's some other interesting Bitcoin news, because that's what we do at the beginning of the show. We cover the Bitcoin news. Mm. Uh, Revolut is a company out of the UK, which I actually have one of their debit cards. It's been interesting. I've, I've enjoyed using it. You can just basically top up the debit card with fiat, and you got yourself another card. Well, Revolut is now launching Bitcoin Withdrawal, so their banking app has, has that in there, the ability to to buy bitcoin but you're never able to, to to withdraw it you would actually have to sell your bitcoin and convert it to cash and then put that on your thing so basically if you have one of their if you're one of their premium metal account holders you can now withdraw bitcoin from the app and it's i believe it's revolute r-e-v-o-l-u-t dot com and uh, go check it out they, if, if you want to just have an extra way to you know have access to uh to money it's not a bad idea to have that have a have a card that you can top up with fiat and uh you know sell your crypto into fiat i guess and now put it on your card so go check it out if you're interested in that thing not a sponsor just not a sponsor the, the right No, thing. it's interesting yeah. it's just more adoption more ease of use for folks to spend their their money in their cryptos
0: they should like license the beatles you say you want a Revolut
1: card yeah <laughs> well hey yeah. come get one
0: and you can get Bitcoin. Shubuduah.
1: I like. I was saying this the other day, speaking of the Beatles. I was like, "Money can't buy me love, but it can help me change my area code." Yes, and it does indeed. My That's- zip code and my area code, all the codes. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Another big uh, financial institution here: Visa. Deepening their investment in crypto, stating now that they see Bitcoin as digital gold. Welcome to the club, CEO Alfred Kelly. Of course it is, been saying this for years, and they have uh, been experimenting With their first crypto API, they announced that they're going to be using USDC to settle transactions on Ethereum. And uh, what's going to happen next? I think that, you know, they're going to they're going to go all in on this.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going to start seeing a lot of cards that have Bitcoin rewards. Right. So it's like, oh, you spent X amount well, you're getting two percent back in Bitcoin, which come on. That's great. I, I really like that. Why do I want to get their what their bonus points or the the airline miles when I can get access to a crypto? It might be cool if they did more than just Bitcoin though. You know, it's like I would say whichever, whichever credit card companies, like whichever, you know, you get percentage back in Doge, right? You're like what kind of percentage of the masses are gonna be like, Yeah, the Doge, like We're
0: going to talk about those later. We're going to to keep telling you that we're going to talk about it all day, actually. Until we actually talk about it. So the New York Digital Investment Group, known as NYDIG, has partnered with fintech giant Fidelity to enable U.S. banks to offer their clients the ability to buy, sell, and HODL Bitcoin through their existing accounts. So this is an industry-first solution for them, and they expect it to be rolled out here in the coming months, more mainstream financial uh, adoption of the bitcoins
1: yeah and that actually is um yeah there's an additional story that i added in here from bitcoin.com talking about this exact same thing hundreds of banks in the u.s are going to be allowed to use bitcoin buy bitcoin through their existing bank accounts like that's that's really huge news because you know that's that's not something that the that the financial system is taken lightly here you go You can buy Bitcoin now. A lot of banks never allowed it. A lot of banks in 2017 stopped you from using your debit card or credit card on Coinbase to buy any of it, right? It was really difficult. Well, that stuff's changing. So there you go. You got two articles for the price of one on the same story right there, folks. Boom. There's only
0: a handful, if that many, people in the world who know the actual identity of the creator of Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto. And there's a great article that we're going to reference you to go read on your own. Do your do your own research here and homework um, on how did Satoshi Nakamoto remain anonymous. This is a detailed look at the Bitcoin creator's OPSEC, the things that he did to stay anonymous and you know what he used to be super private. You could probably learn some lessons from this about anonymous email and domain registration and VPNs and Tor. It's in our show notes for today. If you go to badco.in forward slash 510, that is this episode, badco.in forward slash 510. And you could see the link to that story as well as all of the stories that we have referenced and will reference shortly from this episode, right there on the website for you.
1: Mm. I wonder if they actually did like a Forbes, you know, uh, most wealthy people in the world, like, you know, like Satoshi Nakamoto has to be number one at this point, doesn't he?
0: Uh, you would think so. I mean, one yeah. Bitcoin's worth about $55,000. So multiply that times a million. And that is, let's see, carry the, a crap ton. A metric lot. crap ton, a lot, yeah. Uh, so, moving on from the Bitcoin news into other crypto news, we've talked about Grayscale before, a crypto asset management firm, and they are the very first crypto sponsor to sign a deal with an NFL team. And the deal they have signed, the partnership, is with the New York Giants, the
1: New York Giants football team. So. That's yeah yeah so grayscale crypto asset management they are going to be doing so what they do they change the name of their stadium or they like what's the i wonder what the total deal is what's the partnership for according to the giants the partnership enables the nfl franchise to navigate the crypto ecosystem uh grayscale quickly emerged as a company that shares our passion for the new york market but also has institutional knowledge and a network of partners that we can access as crypto continues to evolve so basically they're going to be the the presenting sponsor of the Giants Foundation Gold Outing, that was uh, founded in 1993, and that provides financial support to the tri-state area for organizations that work to tackle community issues. So they're going to be a in they're going to fea- be a featured in-game home game sponsor, and actually help uh, the New York Giants start navigating the whole crypto world. So
0: there so, you go, uh, more more exposure for the cryptos to the normies out there. Mm-hmm. and so that's going to happen uh you know we mentioned when we oh, went wait over a second to- hold
1: on a second here this is interesting it says that uh, Saquon Barkley who's their star running back he recently updated his Twitter bio to include Bitcoin and then there's some other the other NFL players that are pivoting towards crypto including Tom Brady and, and Rob Gronkowski and Mahomes and then there's also there's going to be you know, some people on the, the NFL is going to be popping up on the uh, the VV apps, you know, soon, like crazy. It's like, man, once the NFL gets activated and all their millions of fans get activated on crypto and then people start associating crypto with more of their good, feel good stuff and stop going, oh, crypto's for nefarious stuff, you guys. Oh, wait, what? You can buy, I can buy tickets. to the f- What? I can do this with what? With, with the crypto's what? Like, it's going to start changing people's thought process on crypto.
0: So here's what's also changing people's thoughts right now is what's happening with Ethereum and altcoins. Ethereum is on fire. I think it's hit uh, 3550 or so. I might want to look that up while I start covering this here. But basically it it was under 3000. It was like in that 2900 range, just waiting, just waiting to push through. And then as soon as it pushed through, I'm like, all right, now it's going to run and you know it's like waiting it's like at the starting gate pushing through 3000 then once it did you know 3100 32 33 it's about 3450 right you now you actually what called was, that
1: I, dude and when and you said that i go oh yeah that makes sense and so i had some in usdc that i put put over into ethereum just kind of swapped it over and it went from 2950 to well, it went all the way up to 3597 today mm. and uh so that was nice so it's down to 3450 or whatever but I mean, considering what I put over there, because, you know, I'm snagging a house and like that was a nice little that was a nice little bump. So thanks for making bump that bump. statement because I said, you know what? You're probably right. Once it pops pops three grand, it's going to go pop, pop. And it, I mean, that's the question of the day. Could it hit five thousand? There's a lot of people who think that Ethereum could hit five thousand. I am one of the ones who think Ethereum's going to hit five thousand and Bitcoin's going to hit one hundred thousand before this this runs over. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I, I, was, I was wrong last time though. Last time I said, "Oh, the whole market cap is going to hit a, a trillion, and then we're going to start seeing some movement backwards." But it never hit a trillion, so it's probably it's probably going to hit like forty eight hundred or something, and then dip and then go down.
0: I I am of the mindset that Ethereum will hit five thousand before Bitcoin hits a hundred. You think that's my that's my prediction? Yep. I think, I think there's something about breaking through this 3000 barrier that makes 4000 seem easier. I think five is the next big uh, um, milestone to hit. And of course, a lot of this is on the, um, the things that are supposed to happen, you know, which includes Ethereum 2.0 proof of stake, which nobody knows when that's going to happen. We don't know. I don't know. Do you know?
1: Well, I was thinking about going to, next time I go up to San Juan and get some steak, I saw there was a Longhouse uh, steakhouse up there, which might be pretty you
0: nice. have to prove it, though. You have to take pictures and put it on Instagram. Do I have to do that? It's a proof of steak. It's the only mm. way, you know. Well, you no, no, no.
1: Go. No, the proof of steak is when I'm actually, when I have the steak in front of me. I could just drive nice. by the Texas Roadhouse and like, hey, proof of steak. But that's not really proof of steak. Not until you got some in your mouth hole. Or not until it's in your belly. I guess. Well, not until it turns into a poo coin. (laughs) Speaking of all coins, get get him, get him a belly, get him a belly, belly belly and digest and convert the energy into good nutrients, and then get rid of the rest in the form of poo.
0: So altcoins have apparently just repeated a move that could launch them to 27,000% higher in 2021. The last time the altcoin market flipped its previous cycle high support, it gained 27,000% in that year. So some traders are saying this is is just the beginning for altcoins right now. And there's some charts you could look at and, you know, I don't know. Uh, what do I know? Cryptos I do remember. Like didn't
1: Bitcoin get to like like thirty percent dominance or something during two thousand seventeen? I don't remember exactly what it was, but I do remember everything just tore off, and that's what they said. So what it said, so it says the last cycle, meaning, meaning what?
0: Meaning the last time there was the the you know two thousand seventeen to eighteen. That was yeah. that would be the last cycle
1: you know the last so it says the market capitalization of all coins flipped its previous cycle high to support so that oh, high came in late yeah. 2013 and as a new floor level it launched the market cap to a peak no less than twenty seven thousand. look at the that. pretty
0: chart there's a pretty chart right on this page here you guys can go look oh, at it go. too it's on the coin telegraph article and you could see wow. the two places on here where the highs are illustrated and so the support was in the last high which oh, of course wow. was okay. January 2018 it's now past that support and you can see what happens when it hits that it's like oh here we here we go oh,
1: okay I see that I see what's going on there like here's that red bot that red dot and there's that other red dot and then mm-hmm. there's that support level and then it just went kaboom there's
0: the green dot the green dot's the go right so the green man. dots the, so the, the, the other day when we world. were talking
1: on that one post about where are we in the whole cycle of optimism or thrill or you know over uh, you know overjoyed or whatever the number was whatever those names were like i was like eh, we might be close to the top on there it seems like we might be close to the middle or like not even we have yet to Mm -hmm. even begun to fly so this could be an amazing summer joel 2016
0: was the previous having right yep okay and then it was uh like fall of 2017 Mm -hmm. when things really started taking off okay well that would mean fall of 2021 if it was going to mimic the last time i don't
1: know when i when exactly was the the having in 2016 i mean because i know the one in 2020 was in may right i don't know i I think it might have been a little earlier because we were chatting with barnaby of the band royalty token and I think I think it maybe happened like in February or something in 2016. I'm not exactly for sure, but he seems to think that this this whole cycle is going to be over in uh, September or October. Not it was November it, or December like last time. It was July 2016. Was it?
0: Yes, mm. it was July. So
1: it Seems to me then, holy shit, we must have got our bull run in and started earlier this time.
0: Maybe. I don't know it's but it, it's fascinating and there's there's elements that you have to take into account here that don't just map out the cycles and those elements are mainstream adoption. Right. You know, it's I just cannot see the drop in crypto happening to the same degree it has in the past when it was still just experimental. It is moving into mainstream every day and I just I I don't see this massive plunge like we saw the first two times
1: it seems different this time but then again it's like you know history doesn't you know always repeat itself but it often rhymes and every other time we've had a big bull run in the halving it's sort of followed the same pattern and i anticipate it to follow a similar pattern just because there's going to be the end like right there at the end of that thing and we go all right there we go and then uh and then that's going to start crashing down and then the, the cycle is going to start over again. So there's going to come a time, you know, it, it doesn't keep going up forever. We know that.
0: No, what, you know, gravity is, is a real thing, even in the in any investments and what goes up must come down before it has room to go back up. People are going to take profits right? They're, they're going to take some money off the table. Uh, some of them want to take your money off the table, though, gang, you've got to watch out for the scams. And there's a story here on CryptoPotato.com, one of our new favorite um, sites to go to for news, because who doesn't like potatoes? Who doesn't like crypto, right? And the story here is that there's a group on Telegram, Wall Street Bets Crypto Pumps that allegedly has stolen more than two million dollars in bnb and ethereum from crypto investors Uh, you got to watch out there's some really good groups out there but anytime you're being hit up to say hey this group is you know they're they're on the cutting edge they know what's going to go up next they're trying to bring suckers in often right Mm -hmm. because they want to basically leech off your desire to get rich um and then they pick a coin they pump it up uh, and then they sell their bags and pull the rug. Mm.
1: Well, I wonder, you know, I wonder if it's the whole group or it's just like probably a couple people within the group. And it's like they make this this article and uh, this news here, the report, because Bloomberg originally did the report. They made it sound like, you know, a lot of people, it's like a lot of people from their Wall Street bets forum did it. It was a a couple, oh, yeah. you know, probably a couple people from the Wall Street, and I'm a member of the Wall Street bets forum. Like I went, I've gone in there and I've, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not active in there, but I'm, I'm a member of it. Right. Um, I doubt
0: it was even a member. It was just somebody that leveraged the name, right? Why would they probably. just name the telegram Wall Street bets pumps? They probably had nothing to do with it at all. Mm-hmm. And this, this was a, a straight out pump right that they they actually conducted a fraud um, and the account has since been removed from telegram but whoever managed it left this as their final message buying lambo now oh shit (laughs) ouch Mm. so the the question is answered when lambo when you can get enough people to fall for a scam
1: Yeah. Well, it pulled in more than 3,451 Binance coins, which are worth, what, 600 Mm bucks. So do the math on that. That's a big that's a big pop for for those scammers right there. And I want I want to just touch base back on that thing I was saying earlier there about the psychology of the market cycle. And maybe we put this in the show notes. But when you're looking at the beginning of a uh, of a market cycle, right, you got that hope that the recovery is possible. And then it starts moving up and moving up. And then there's the optimism. It's like, hey, this rally is real. We're excited. Let's roll. And then you get this belief. All right, it's time to get fully invested in this. And then we get the thrill of it. And we're like, yeah, I'm going to buy more on margin. I'm going to tell everybody to buy. And then there's euphoria. Oh, my God, I'm a genius. Every coin that I buy, I'm just making money on. I'm unbelievable. And then, oh, a dip happens. Oh, and I'm like, okay, there's some complacency. All right, we just need to cool off. The next rally is about to pump. And then it goes down further. And then it starts to get some anxiety. And then you start getting some denial. You start getting some panic and some capitulation. And then there's anger. And like, oh no, who sorted the market? Oh no. And then there's that depression like you have when crypto during crypto winter. And then, and then the market starts popping back up. And they're like, oh no, this is a suckers rally. It's not going to pop up. And then oh, hope happens again. And optimism and belief. So it's like we're it's like, I don't know where we are on this. Maybe we're in belief. Maybe we're in thrill. Maybe we're in optimism. But I know I kind of feel you for it too, because some of these gains are just ridiculous.
0: Yes. And I'm going to I'm going to err towards the lower part, the hope part. You think? Uh, because Yeah, I do. Um, show, show me your phone with the picture on it. Let me take a look at it here. Sir Lord Travis is on the.
1: Um, Actually, if you look, there, if, you, if you're from me. Andy, if you look in the trade swap, that's where it is. It's like right near the very very bottom of that. I don't even can even see it.
0: Yeah, so right in that 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 part right there. Um, yeah, I, I the blue area. I think that right where the blue turns to green on it. That's what I'm going to go with. Really? Yep.
1: Man, because when this thing started, like you know, when the rally started, like. We were like we're at $10,000, dollars we were at $10,000 Bitcoin for 100 days in a row and then the market took off just like we predicted it was going to. And it's it's, it's like 60,000 it seems like it's like dude we've we've grown by yeah, like two and a, we've grown by like we've grown by like almost 2 trillion dollars in market cap. Right, but, and that's just the beginning. But, well, think Damn. about the
0: math on it, right? You're talking about Bitcoin hitting 100,000 this year. Mhm. For that to happen, it mean it, it means the alts are going to follow to some degree. It means we're looking at at least a $5 trillion market cap. Damn. Right? And it's just the beginning, gang. Uh, we are not financial advisors. We are not, you know, these are our personal opinions, but uh, definitely do not take it as investment advice. Do not take it as investment advice. And And just in case you're wondering if you should take it as investment advice, don't.
1: Yeah, well, just take it as part of your overall research into what you're doing. Because this is all, we, all we're trying to do here is, you know, give you guys additional research points and things to think about and ponder. We're never going to tell you to go out and go buy a coin because it's going to go boom, boom. We don't do that. But we like to uh, to give you guys information to make you think about stuff because it is a lot to think about, man. It's crazy to think about. I mean, $5 trillion market cap. I mean, it, it's possible. Man, it's crazy to think about, though. That means the whole market cap doubles again. Well, think about this.
0: You ready to think about something else? I'm ready to think about something else. Let's think about Texas. Okay. Texas, apparently, you know, because energy prices are cheap there, that Mm. makes it a really nice uh, place for miners to do mining. And apparently, Texas, according to this article in Bitcoin Magazine, is becoming a mecca for Mm. miners.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they got some, some good energy prices there and they're going to be doing some mining. You know, as I was thinking of this is that my place that I'm buying, I have uh, full on solar panels. I was like, man, I could maybe buy some, I could maybe mine some Bitcoin because I got some solar energy. Cause you could mine Bitcoin for free, except I just need to, you know, pay for the gear or whatever to, to mine. But I mean, but still, yeah, I might have cheap energy, but how are you going to compete with somebody with a warehouse full of, of ASIC miners and and like, like what's going on in China with 60 some odd percent of the mining going on in China. I don't know if you guys heard that interview we had. What was it Steven Lieb we had on mm-hmm. the show? Great mm-hmm. interview. He really talks about some some points that were worth, worth thinking about. So go back a couple episodes, listen to that one. And he talks about how China has such dominance when it comes to mining. America only has like 7% mining. I think Puerto Rico with all the sunlight here and solar power, like they could do some mining here. Like why not? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, not too, if you leave uh, the area we're in and drive down that highway, you could see this, the solar farm that we passed. Yeah. Right. The other day it was, it was huge. So uh, speaking of Texas, this is not really crypto news, but it is interesting.
1: Yeah. I found this, this is actually uh, a bill that's going to be, it's going to be titled, but it's actually on capital.texas.gov. The house is proposing a referendum to the people of the state of Texas on the question of whether the state should leave the United States of America and establish an independent republic to be enacted by the legislature of the state of Texas. And they're going to have a general election to be held in November on November 2nd, 2021. The voters shall be permitted to vote in a referendum on the question of whether or not the state should leave the United States of America and establish a new republic
0: well you know who will vote no on that
1: all the ones that have moved from california probably yeah
0: the, the 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 people who have left california or new york because of the the stupid people they voted for to run their government they want to elect stupid people to run texas now so they're going to be the ones that no we don't want to succeed we like the way things run so much that we're coming here to your state and we're going to ruin it too right.
1: yeah We don't like you guys. We don't like the way you run Texas. So we're going to move to Texas, and then uh, we're going to change Texas because we didn't like. I actually had a conversation today with someone who's pretty liberal, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm moving out of California because oh my god, the taxes are unbelievable." And I'm I'm thinking of moving to Puerto Rico. (laughs) And it's like, we going to come here and vote vote for policies here like you voted for in California?
0: Did you ask them who they voted for in the previous election? Oh, I already
1: knew. I already saw how they bantered on their socials.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, some people cannot connect the dots. They don't get it. And Texas is a great state. I lived there for 12 years and uh, Austin is awesome. But, you know, at the same time, it is weird and it's attracting this element of people who don't connect the dots of why economies fail and civilizations crumble that you know do the people of san francisco actually ever ask the question why is there so much shit in our streets why is there such a homeless problem why are there needles everywhere have do they actually stop and think and connect the dots that somehow this may be related to the policies of their local government
1: but joel's going to leave that conversation to other people I'm going to leave that conversation to other people because we're going around the world now. By the
0: way, if you just got offended by any of this, get over it.
1: Yeah, get over Seriously. being offended.
0: Yeah, Seriously. you don't have to agree with me. It's I still like you. Yeah, uh, you, you people, we're good it. people. Yeah. We that's mean good. well. We just have opinions.
1: Yeah, it's and okay. You can't prosecute us for opinions yet.
0: Yet. No, there's this hate speech.
1: Yeah. Hey, around the world, you mentioned Singapore's largest bank – post tenfold crypto volume growth in q1 and uh i would also bet that they're probably going to see equal that in q2 because here we are in may already and there's just about uh seven or eight weeks left in q2 but yeah singapore's like oh man we're loving the cryptos crypto's going boom and uh there you go i love Singapore. singapore Like I'd love
0: to go back there.
1: Hey, um, whenever I whenever um I was younger and overweight, my dad would call me Lardass or Fatso. But and then here's a here's a crypto exchange called Bitso. So I see that and I got triggered a little bit. Oh <laughs> are your feel
0: are your feelings hurt? Do you need a cheeseburger?
1: I need I need to give me a pizza or two.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> or three. So, so Bitso has become the largest Latin American um crypto exchange it's the first billion dollar crypto exchange and we cover latin news now because we are latin americans now i don't know if you noticed. we talked about this before but we have moved from the american continental united states <laughs> but, now, yeah.
0: so so why are you talking with eastern european accent
1: it's not really not, european accent it was uh, i do not was, understand a sophisticated this, it... spanish guy <laughs>
0: somebody told me here one of the the locals here looked at me and said oh you're not you're not native you could easily the the the, whatever look it is i have about me i could pass for puerto rican
1: oh yeah you need to work on that accent yeah you need to work on your espanol
0: si donde esta el baño Mm -hmm. That's all you need to know. Where is the bathroom? There's actually a few phrases you need to know. Uh, From Mexico back to Asia, South Korea, there's a crypto exchange there called V Global, and they have been accused of luring 40,000 people into illicit multi-level deceit. Uh, $1.5 billion in this alleged scam.
1: Mm. It's, It's alleged?
0: It's alleged. I mean, it's not proven yet in a court of law. It's a fraud mm. case. And the police seem that they're going to be able to prove when they prosecute that this was a scam. Uh, but I guess there's a pyramid element to this, you know, where you are promised returns. You bring people in and they pay and your promised returns, you know, based on bringing them in. If they then go in and they bring people in, it's it's a pyramid.
1: Hmm. Bitcoin, egg. right, right, South Korean style, yeah. And, and while
0: while we don't know enough to say it, this is what some people are claiming hexes. And uh, you guys are writing us, and you're like, get Richard Hurt on your show, like being demanding, like seriously. There's there's people that are like. You guys, you guys suck. You guys are cowards. You put the stuff out there and you don't even want to talk to the the guy who made the thing. I'm like, I really have no dog in the hunt. I'm just saying there's people out there that are calling it a scam. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a scam. And I don't know, Richard. I I, I said said it was a
1: pyramid scheme uh, just as a joke because it was funny because he was all like, oh, NFTs are... NFTs are trash, and the people you're getting stuck at the end. Of, and I was just like, "Oh," says the guy who has potentially the biggest pyramid scheme in crypto history, uh, or something. I don't even, that I, I don't it even know. It true. was a joke. Take a joke. Suck a joke. Eat a joke. <laughs> lick a joke. choke <laughs> yep. on a <the> joke. <laughs> We're offending
0: everybody today, Trav. Welcome to the offensive. This is a pretty good show. Podcast. We actually
1: had some pretty good news, and we had, I had some pretty interesting banter. So I think it's entertaining. Let's stay evolve. in. In
0: China, the uh, central bank there in China, the CBDC is going to partner with a division of Alibaba, the Ant Group, on the digital one uh, What has happened to the CEO of Alibaba, though? That's what I want to know. Like, the what's the Ma, like,
1: where he go? So, yeah. so he's getting really, he's getting really powerful. He was talking out about the CCP, and the next thing you know, dude just disappeared. I, I think what happened is they they put him in exile somewhere. Like, I think. I read that he's, like, on an island or something, kind of like what they did to Napoleon or something. Uh, Mm. But he's, like, he's in exile. Like, he, you don't say anything, whatever. And then, like, he's not been spotted or he's, he's, it's very sporadic spot. Or maybe they're cloning the guy and they're retraining, maybe he's in a re-education camp or something. I don't know. It's very peculiar what's happened to Jack Ma.
0: Ma spotting. We've had a ma spotting. So anyway, you know, China is definitely moving past the digital yuan, And so uh, the government is partnering with this, uh, this group to make a platform that will support the CBDC, the digital currency that's coming. Keep your eyes on China, gang. They, uh, they want nothing more than world domination. Mm-hmm. And maybe it maybe a cheeseburger.
1: Well, I mean, I you know, just real you know if you've listened to that episode with Stephen Lee, like we talked about that. China has a 500-year plan. Most countries do not. Like China has what 5500 years of civilization and so they can think 500 years into the future because look, they're like, "Oh, we've been around for 5500 years, we're going to be around longer." And uh, so people just don't think like the Chinese do and the leaders on China. You add communism to that and control mechanisms and authoritarian dystopian kind of shit with their social credit system and the other control mechanisms that they got. Like it's crazy. I mean, you just got to put two and two together and kind of see where we are. But I, I think, I think unofficially we are in, we're in a war with China and it's an asymmetrical war. It's not guns and boots on the ground. It's, they do little nefarious things to us and people around the world, and uh, it's calculated. There's a, there's books where the Chinese government, the generals, were talking about how they do asymmetrical warfare. I think that's probably part part of the reason why they have a campaign out, you know, Stop Asian Hate, because they don't want people to bring anything blowback against the CCP right now because it's part of the asymmetrical warfare. Got to do research on stuff. There's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world right now, guys
0: absolutely and uh, stay safe out there so yeah. we promised that we were going to talk
1: about doge uh, maybe it's this not, is the let's time. Not, this bullshit we're not gonna just, talk about that doge shit.
0: meme coin so, i get so many
1: messages how much How much doge do you got and i was like dude i didn't ever get any doge but mm. i had some doge in a wallet once upon a time that i don't have access to anymore a big surprise but um uh you should have known it was going to happen. Once they started doing that TikTok stuff, and those people were going, "Dude, if you get if you buy in and get some DOGE, and then gets to a dollar, like you're going to be super rich," and blah, blah, blah. Like all remember all those TikTokers talking about that a few months uh-huh. back. Uh huh.
0: Uh huh. It hit 66 cents this week. Here it is. 66 cents. Crazy. Uh, Yeah. It is currently at 57 cents right now. And it is crazy. And isn't Elon Musk set to host Saturday Night Live
1: this Saturday? No, no. He's not going to be on there now because the Saturday Night Live cast refuses to work with him. Why? They said that they don't like, they don't like, they don't like the way he thinks. (laughs) Thought crime.
0: What, can you imagine the, the how weak you must be as a human being to boycott working with somebody who is as genius as he is because your politics might be different? I mean, that reminds me of, uh, let's see, what country boycotted those who thought different and, and decided to segregate people based on, hmm, I'm yeah. thinking that might have happened during World War Two. Germany, maybe. Yeah, Hitler's Germany, perhaps.
1: Yeah. It's it sounds like. So, there's, if you look, if you do a search on that for SNL, Elon Musk boycott, there's multiple articles out there on both sides saying no, they're not going to skip it. Yes, they are going to skip it. They plan to boycott Elon Musk's episode because he's. I guess he's hosting a, a, on May eighth, so I guess that's. I get that, and, and some of the cast members just did not like that. Some of the writers. But I think that they've come to Jesus and they are not going to boycott the upcoming episode, although several of them wanted to, is what it seems Aww. like. They were going to boycott, yeah. and then I guess probably Lauren Michaels said, you're not going to boycott. If you boycott, I'm kicking you, officer, in your life. And so they Aww, said, okay, the I poor, guess I'm going to not. Poor little people who play
0: other people for a living got their fee fees. You Really
1: we hold my fee-wings.
0: Oh, I'm not gonna play another character and be unfunny now. Yeah. Fox oh don't
1: gosh. care about your feelings. I uh, just uh, what has happened?
0: How did we raise a generation of such weak-minded individuals? I just, I don't get it. Man, you know, man. I was brought up to love everybody. You accept yeah. people regardless of their race, their religion, their skin color, their, mm-hmm. you know, their politics. People are people. And somehow it got in there that dividing was actually a good thing.
1: Well, it's it's not, it's really, there's a, there's a level of indoctrination that's gone on. But the dividing part is really part of a plan by the the people who are the the puppet masters who control a lot of the things on on the world because it's a lot easier for them to manage it when we're divided and fighting amongst ourselves than if we all united and realized we're brothers and sisters and we pointed our fingers back at them and focused on them they want the heat and the focus off of them at all costs they want it at they want uh, each other down here us fighting at each other and at each other's throats they don't want that attention on them so they do a really good job of helping divide us all by race, by politics, by gender, by anything else they can, just to get religion, just to get us all mad at one another for no reason. Just love one another. We're all citizens of this third rock on this planet. And uh, there's a song, there's a lyric by, uh, by Tom McDonald on a song. I believe it's called Canceled or one of the Clown World, one of the two. But it's like, why are you trying to poke holes in the boat? Because if you sink, we sink, we all fucking die, right? It's like, wait. Why are you trying to rock the boat so much where you're putting holes in the boat? Because we're all going to fail in the system. If that's what happens, we need to unite. And um, I think crypto is a space that where a lot of people are pretty united in a lot of ways. And um, I thought we were talking about Doge. How do we get back on this shit? Oh, I guess we it's, were talking it's about it. Live.
0: yeah because yeah. elon musk is supposed to appear on saturday night live and you know crypto is going mainstream they actually they did something amusing you thought it was really funny i was kind of like okay it's clever uh you know what the hell's an nft the video that they did and i'm like yeah. we probably we probably could have produced something funnier than that i'm thinking you know as mm-hmm. i watched it i'm like all right it's clever they, they it's a little spoofy you know how we many know, writers was, had i loved that? it
1: because it was on mainstream tv and it's it was right funny. It took an m song what the hell's an nft potentially cryptocurrency and I was just laughing I like that Mm song and it was just funny to me could have been funnier but it was it was it was interesting I enjoyed it but checking out yeah. Dogecoin yo Dogecoin hit what 60 something cents this week and it's it's skyrocketed it, it was it was less than one penny on January 1st you folks and if you had putting in some dollar bills on Dogecoin, like we told you to, like we said, invest all your money in Dogecoin in January. We said this is financial advice. Buy all the Doge. You would be, you'd be rich, and you'd move, you'd be moving to like someplace else. Change. Your Except reputation. that we, we actually never said that. Oh yeah, we never said that because we just, don't do just, that shit. Yeah, just to be clear, I didn't. I don't, don't have do that. that Doge. I keep getting cool. messages. Oh hey man, so how much Doge did you have? And I'm like, none.
0: Uh, I have a little bit, but I'll confess I sold two-thirds of my position when it was at a nickel. <laughs> nice. I was. There. yeah, but you know, that's what happens. I mean, you know it, it, I'll t- considering I bought it at around .002, you know, not right. so bad. Uh, but you're you're never gonna time it just perfectly. And the conclusion I've come to with the trading that I've done is profits are good. Regardless of how much they are, because if you try to second guess yourself, oh, if I would have just hold, oh, if I would have bought more, you never, you know, you can't see the future. Right. I don't care if you've got a friend that says they're psychic. Uh, mm-hmm. first of all, they're not. <laughs> uh, otherwise, they would tell you, you know, what to buy. Uh, or they might or be do a little the... psycho.
1: What you, they might, your friends might be, not be psychic, but might, they might be, be psycho.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean or or do the powers that be the spirits not do do investments, you know, or <laughs> tell you what the score of the games oh, going to
1: be. Oh, spirit world tell me the lottery ticket number. Tell
0: yeah, tell me what's the price of bitcoin tomorrow. 18. 17. Here's something that I would not have seen oh. coming is that Dogecoin fans are using Doge to uh, to buy merchandise. Mark Cuban said that the Mavericks are selling more merchandise in a day with Doge than in a year with Bitcoin or Ethereum.
1: Mm. <laughs> well, you know what? Doge is Doge is really quick. It's like Bitcoin, but it is like it's a joke coin, but it's just so fast. It's like you don't have to wait for like tons of different uh, you know of the verifications to happen and all this other stuff. Actually, I saw a message from from uh, him Where Mark Cuban said that Doge is gonna hit a dollar and it's gonna become a stable coin mm-hmm. Like how the hell is it gonna become a stable coin because it's not gonna stay at a dollar It's gonna it's be gonna... 5, a five 92 cents. It'll be 60 cents. It's like not gonna be a. I don't think he knows what stable coins mean but I don't you know
0: a lot of these people that uh, may have been successful in another area of life start talking about crypto, and they're just as bad as we are. Just because somebody's been successful in another area of life doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. You know, I, We've written books. I'm a New York Times bestseller. We've spoken all over the world. We've built businesses. We've sold businesses. But when we got into crypto, it wasn't like, all right, hey, we're the experts. We're here. Uh, the only part of it that was true is that we're here. we like it we're going to talk about it but no even today you know almost four years later i don't consider us experts we know a few things but we get stuff wrong all the time
1: i think most people get most things wrong all the time on this space right so you get right but the thing is is that you get right on a one in a big way and you win and it doesn't matter it's like that's the thing about this like you know, if you time it all right and you get a couple of them good, like if you said, "You know what? I'm going to put in $5,000. I'm going to put Doge in $5,000." It's less than a penny. And here it is at 50 cents. Like that was good. You'd made a pretty good bet, right? And now you can take that and you might suck on all the other ones, but you nailed that one and so you're smart, right? We've I've nailed a couple. It's been okay. Mm-hmm. I've failed on a lot. Like I have a, some I have like a bag of shit coins that is supposed to have rocketed by now that have not. And so, if you were like listening to me as a financial advisor, you would probably fire me.
0: But if you would have invested your three COVID nineteen pandemic stimulus checks, which were what twelve hundred and fifteen or two thousand, mm-hmm. whatever the total was, it was a little bit of money, a few thousand dollars, into uh, Doge when you received it, you would now be worth about four hundred and twenty five thousand dollars.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, at one time when it was at its high earlier today, it would have been over. $500,000. So if you, oh if you my theoretically gosh. have done that, took your STEM, took your free government money, put it into Doge.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Your, by the way, your free government money wasn't free. It was just your money that you've paid in taxes. So congratulations. They and gave you so, uh, a, a little piece. So this first check was 1200. The second was 600. And the third was as much as $1,400. And so, um, uh doge was at 0.0023 at the close of day on uh april 27th so that stimulus check that was the day that first one came so crazy and, I, and i'll bet you some people did buy crypto with their stimulus oh, check. a lot
1: of people bought crypto with their a lot of people bought crypto a lot of people bought guns with their government funds
0: crypto and guns with their government funds uh go so to
1: the because I got the runs.
0: There's uh, there's more info here on Doge. This article on Cointelegraph says that the data suggests a major Dogecoin wealth gap that relatively few hands are moving a large amount of Doge, that it's primarily the whales that are doing it.
1: Well, I mean, that's always been one of the biggest problems with Doge is that there's just a few accounts that have a whole just metric ton of the price of uh, uh, have, uh, they just have so much Doge. Right. And so that's one of the biggest problems. I, I've never really invested too much in it. I'm, I saw that. I go, Oh, look, look at these. What? 12 accounts hold 67% of the Doge. One address holds 28% of all the Doge coins. Mm-hmm. So it's not really for the people. When you consider that 13 accounts, was it? Is it technically correct that 13 accounts hold uh, – I guess 12 accounts hold 67%, but one of them holds 28%. So two-thirds of all of Doge is not held by the people, so it's not the people's coin. I've always thought that was bogus. I've always thought some of those bigger accounts should liquidate some or something, but we'll see. I don't know. That's a lot. I mean, they, they... – They've hold on for a long time, and they have a whole lot of dollars in there now.
0: I'll tell you what's what's you know almost criminal is uh, Jackson Palmer, who created Doge, took none of it. Right. <laughs> he, I mean, he doesn't do interviews. I'm like, are you just sick of talking about it, or are you a little bitter about it? How about you? He you should know. have bought
1: some along the way. If you didn't take any, at least buy some along the way in case it yeah. pops like that. Like it's silly.
0: Well, even Doge is volatile, up to 71 cents, somebody said, and down to like 55. Listen, with the volatility of the markets the way it is, wouldn't it be nice to have a safe investment platform where you don't have to worry about the dips and the coins you like? The Yield app allows you to invest your assets on their platform and earn up to 20% apy on your investment and they pay out 10 stable coins so those don't fluctuate in price you you know usdc or usdt the other half is paid in their native token yld check them out at the yield app badco.in forward slash yield oh
1: and yeah. now I,
0: I i yield to you sir lord travis oh, yeah
1: invest that ass it's, <laughs> that's what you want to do Hey, we got some funny stories here. Some interesting human things going down. You know Nas? He's a rapper. He has a uh, he has a stake. I, I don't in know him. I don't. And know he's him. He's got a stake in Coinbase worth about forty million. And apparently, him and uh, DJ Khalid have done a crypto wealth flex song called "Sorry Not Sorry," uh, rapping about Coinbase and rapping about crypto. Winner in life, fuck a coin toss. I'm coin based, basically cryptocurrency. Scarface, join us. There's gonna be more of us. He was rapping, and then he's got. I guess I like, almost oh, got eight million views already. Hopefully, we don't trigger a copyright violation by me singing so closely to the real song. I was like, I wow. don't,
0: I don't get the bragging. <clears throat> I don't, and maybe that's been part of, you know, part of rap culture, you know, look at me, I made it type thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I I see people that, you know, not rap culture people on Twitter posting about the sick gains that they're making and how much money they're making. And I'm like, I see that. And I think you have a real maturity problem when you need to, you know, post that. And you're not very wise because you're putting a target. On your back, it's basically saying, "Hackers, come, come get me.
1: Hackers, I, I hack just, me. IRS, fuck me. Somebody, come yeah. and get me." It's not smart <laughs> to do.
0: It's not. It's like, what's, what are you t- th- there? T- that to me, let me t- actually try and say words rather than just stammering. um There's a self-esteem issue there. It's like people trying to prove something. You know, here's what I tell people. I, I talk to. I'm not going to name drop. Uh, but I'm going to tell the story. Having been around the decades that I have, I've met plenty of famous people and I know famous people who know famous people. I'm not impressed by famous people. Uh, you, 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 the amount of money you make, the amount of power you have, um, the um, how popular you are does should not mean anything i'm not saying don't be a fan of people you respect but the ridiculousness in worshiping human beings they're just people at the end of the day they gotta you know take put their pants on one leg at a time they gotta sit in the toilet and do the nasty stuff and we're all gonna be dust nobody gets to take it with them i'm impressed by people's character that to me, if you are rich in character, you are way more deserving of respect than anybody who's got billions of dollars. I'm like all soapboxy today. I got I got some new freedom here turning 57 yesterday, Travis. <laughs> I'm like, because the older, it's true, the older you get, the less you give a crap what anybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. And, it, and this is why like by the time I'm 70, I'm just gonna be offending everybody.
1: Right. <laughs> Easy guys, I put my pants on just like the rest of you, one leg at a time, except when my pants are on, I make gold records.
0: Except when I wear a skirt or a kilt, because I'm a Scottish landowner, yo.
1: <laughs> Dude, that's an amazing, that's, like, I don't know if you guys had tuned in to the uh, the Hero Report last night, but we actually had this amazing artist, uh, uh, Rob Pryor, you can check him out, Rob Pryor Art, Rob P R I O R prior art on Instagram, and he did a live with us, and he painted us in Scottish kilts. We're like we're Scottish landowners because we own like a little micron of land, and it was hilarious. He was getting drunk and painting, and he's painting with two, you know, paintbrush at the same time, like some Leonardo da Vinci shit. It was mind blowing, and this thing is such a beautiful painting. I I was quite pleased with how it turned out. It looked beautiful.
0: Yeah. Who's, how are we going to decide who's going to keep it? Because we're both on the same one.
1: Yeah. I thought he was going to paint two different ones at the same time. We're
0: going to, we're going to tear it down the middle and, yeah. uh, I'm going to take your half and you're going to take mine. Right. And so, okay. so we can, and, and you're going to hang it over your bed. It's going to be really weird, but here's <laughs> yeah. what we're going to do. We're going to turn it into an NFT mm-hmm. and we're going to sell an open edition of it. And then we're going to give the, uh, the profits from it to charity. And so mm-hmm. we'll tell you guys about that more as that approaches. Guess who else is doing an NFT, Travis? Gary V. Uh, he is, but that's NFT, not. NFT,
1: Gary V, that, come see me, be a V friend.
0: Well, let's do that story first then, shall we? Good job. Um, He's actually, we're going to be interviewing him shortly, uh, and he's going to be on the Nifty show, Gary Vaynerchuk, launching his own art NFTs, and he's doing them different he what he's doing is stuff that we're we've been talking about for some time is that make them functional so that your nfts by owning them it provides the holder of that nft with some sort of rights in the real world
1: mm-hmm. yeah and so with his collection v friends is you get certain nfts maybe you get to have a 30 minute call with them on the phone you get to do a zoom call you get to do a virtual call maybe you you have one of these and you can you can do lunch with him, you can do brunch, dinner, you can you know, have executive conversations with him. There's just all kinds of different functionalities within the NFT, which as you mentioned, we thought about some of these things, giving access to your fans, like that's it. You become closer to your fans in ways never before possible. And that's pretty exciting. It's a cool thing. Congratulations. I think he did a pretty good job on his launch.
0: And we're going to be talking him, actually pre-interviewing him for the Nifty Show today because he's not available when it's live. Uh, but we're you guys will be able to tune into that interview on the Nifty Show. Nifty.show forward slash YouTube and Nifty.show forward slash Theta. And of course, we release two Nifty Shows each week. The one is live. The other is the Nifty News episode. It's like the bad news episode of Bad Crypto, only it's all NFT news and that comes out on oh, last night's came out on Wednesday. Usually they come out on Tuesday, uh, but you can go subscribe to the Nifty Show and get both the Nifty News episode and the uh, audio version of the live YouTube show in one feed on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and probably some other places that play things in your ears.
1: Yep, yep. And I figured out who the other person was who was doing their NFT. That That bitch,
0: bitch, Carol (laughs) Baskins. It Baskins? There's more than one of her? Yeah, it's
1: just like 37 flavors. (laughs) Talk about that. She's launched the CAT token via Rally.io. Rally.io is a social token platform that anybody can basically create a token on. So this is not really news, but great job on their PR team getting some stuff out there. And uh, she said, uh, so they've said this, is that our... Our new cat token, which is a dollar sign with cat, wow. it looks like scat. Wow. Our new scat coin is not a currency for investment, but rather a currency of our fans to show their love for the cats and to reap the benefits of being our most forward-thinking partners in creating a new world where all cats, all wild cats live free, except my husband who's dead that I fed to them. Wow.
0: Wow yeah so so weird everybody wants to do a coin everybody wants to do an nft but the only real coin that matters is the hero token do you have yours it's what gets you in our discord Mm -hmm. if you go to badco.in forward slash discord everybody can join the lobby for free Uh, but if you want to get into the member only area where travis has dick pics
1: uh, deck picks it's pictures of my back oh, deck,
0: deck deck picks yeah, yeah. Uh, and actually he will post those <laughs> in there because he's got an awesome deck he's he's uh, with his house that he's buying here in Lucio Puerto Rico um, if you want to get in you need 50 hero and no we're not giving away any today so don't tell me to set up a link but um You can get them on the marketplace. If you just go to badco.in forward slash hero, I believe it takes you to the information page. I'm going to check right now and make sure. Yep. So go to the lobby on Discord and uh, say, how do I get some hero? Badco.in forward slash Discord. And finally, Sir Lord Travis Wright, we have one more story around uh, some folks that we're working with at Gala Games. It's May Mayhem.
1: Mayhem. I love ham. And it's May. Eat ham during. I'm gonna make a mayhem sandwich.
0: I will not eat mayhem and ham.
1: All right. Yeah, so there's a game called Town Star on mm-hmm. on the wonderful gala games platform. Hey now
0: You're a town star. Get your mayhem on. Gala.
1: Yeah. I'm just pleased that I said gala because for the longest time I've been calling it a gala. Yeah. It's not, it's gala. So the Town Star the, the Town Star game, there's a farmer in there, and he's very excited that it is May and has decided to hold Mayhem competition here in May. For one week, the Town Star farmer decided that Cake will award players with 4X the points. So they're getting a bunch of extra points. And I guess they're giving away, what, $250,000 in, in gala? To, uh, tokens over the course of these different rounds and i think it said something about like a million dollars a week or something i don't even know there's like a lot of money that's going to be given away here so if you're not on the platform and if you don't have some gala tokens you know i think you need to have some to be able to play but uh i guess they' know they're giving away an additional 2.5 million dollars added to the prize pool so if you like to play games like farmville it's kind of farm village you can go there and play and yeah, you can you can uh, earn some money all the way down to five hundredth place is earning some cash. Everyone at the top I believe,
0: we're 75 bucks. Crazy. These guys have some cool stuff coming down the pipe. And so just go take a look at them. Uh, the link that you can do here is go to badco.in forward slash gala games, just like it sounds. And uh, Travis, before we end, I want to uh, share the latest review to pop up on iTunes of the Bad okay. Crypto Podcast. It's a two star review. <laughs> OK, <laughs> the headline is bad stand up comedy. Uh, and he says, I guess there's some good info on crypto, but you have to listen to so much bad comedy and tangents that it's not worth it. There is much better podcasts about crypto and comedy. So don't waste your time. There you okay. go.
1: All right. on. Yeah. We're hey, bad. Thank, you for, thank you for your feedback. Uh, nice person. And uh, we'll take that into consideration and uh, we'll process it and then um, I'll fart it out.
0: Later. oh wait there's an, even, there's an even better one here by the oh, way there's a bunch of there's a bunch of five star reviews on here i'm not i'm not reading those okay i'm, I'm just gonna, You're gonna
1: encourage people to leave shitty reviews so we read them
0: <laughs> i'm gonna read it anyway hey you guys who like us leave good reviews those of you who don't that's fine leave leave crappy yeah, yeah. reviews okay. uh, this one says this podcast is garbage that's it <laughs> the, no 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 there's a lot more okay there's Are a you, lot more sweet Yeah, yeah. These two guys don't know much about crypto. I don't know why they have a podcast about it. They think it is funny to call it bad because they're not experts. That is ducking stupid. If you don't have any knowledge to share, you shouldn't have a podcast. It should be called the Ignorant Crypto Podcast. (laughs) I I... I like their personalities for the most part, and it would be good to listen to them talk about a subject that they understand. But these guys for years have been basically reading crypto news headlines and prices to the audience with no insight to add. Then they talk about their surface level understanding and are usually confused and wrong. Seriously, I've given them time and tried, but this might be the worst crypto podcast. Try the many others if you want actual info or insight.
1: Nice. Well, see, a lot of a lot of people want coins that they want. They want information about which coins are going to pump, which ones are going to be the best. Tell us which pump, pump it up, pump pump us us for coins. Like that's where a lot a lot of those big YouTube channels are. People are just shilling fucking shit, and so we don't shill shit. We tell you the news. We te- we tell you about different projects and different things we find interesting. We interview amazing people in the space, and so that's what we do. We're not going to shill you coins. So if you're going to go look for some coins to go pump and dump. Go find it. Go look at shillcoins.com or whatever mm-hmm. what you want. We're just, we're just going to keep it
0: real, and real is being us, and we're secure enough in our own skins that, hey, if we're not your cup of tea or your uh, slice of cake or whatever preferred food you would be uh, wanting to consume, that's fine. There are other places. Those of you who do enjoy the show, we encourage you to go review. We still have a 4.7 Star rating out of five on iTunes, in spite of a few. Well, oh, I got almost a that.
1: thousand reviews or something, right? More than a thousand? What is the way I know? Oh, yeah. There's there's way more. And then there's also
0: um, on Facebook and the other yeah, platforms. Yeah. But if you if you do enjoy, if you've made it this far into the show, you probably yeah. like us okay. So go and give us a review, preferably five stars. Make it funny. Funny is what we want to read on the show. We love getting five stars that, you know, or say this is the best podcast. Love these guys. Those are great. And we love hearing. That but if you're funny, um, then we're more likely to spot that and go, Oh, damn, I got to read this review, this is hilarious.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So it shows you if you leave a review, it really shows you that you either are a dumbass and you leave us a low bad review, or you know how to stay bad because you left know us a good review. Stay bad. <laughs>